And starting now. And we are back. Welcome back to the Almost Sideshow. We are here talking Barry episode by episode. We have reached season two, episode six. I'm Terry. He's Adam. Adam, how's it going? Oh, Terry, you don't even know. It's about to go off. It's about to go off. It's about to go off. (laughs) So good, man. Uh, Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, Barry, I low-key kind of forgot to watch the episode last night, so I just finished it. <laughs> I uh, we said let's let's plan a recording at one, and I look up, it's twelve fifty. I was like, oh, where did the morning go? I was supposed to watch the episode. Recorded <laughs> thirty minutes. Ah, uh, it's all good. It's all good. It's fresher in your mind. It is. It is. It and is an episode. It's definitely a revealing episode where a lot of strings are being spun, pulled yes. together. Yeah. It it definitely is. Yeah. Uh, not quite as uh, as chaotic and dramatic as last episode, but definitely uh, definitely something there. So let's get into it. Let's start talking about it. So episode two, or no, season two, episode six of Barry is entitled The Truth Has a Ring to It. Here's what happens. The episode starts with a press conference saying the scene with Ronnie and Loach was a domestic dispute and nothing more, so we're all good. Barry sneaks out with all of Loach's files before anyone finds them. Then he tells Fuchs that he is once again done. When Fuchs fights back, he tells him he is nothing without him. Noho Hank sees an opportunity to get Esther as they move back to the monastery for the heroin shipment. Uh, he will lead the fight with his new team badass. Uh, Sally rewrites her scene to tell the truth, and Barry puts his all into his character. The scene is amazing. Barry is amazing, and Sally's agent wants to talk to her more about it. Fuchs is trying to find a way to get back at Barry, so he goes on a hunt for Moss and finds her car, and we end with Fuchs stalking Jean. Yeah, the title of our stream is I'll Have What He's Having. I'll, I'll Have What He's Having. Chicken yeah. a la king. Yeah. All right, what'd you think? Wow, okay. Uh, yeah, so I thought they were going to try to find that girl still. I had a feeling that that was going to happen, but they kind of uh, a loose end there. However, man, this is... Uh, yeah, I'm back on the Fuchs being a kind of a douchebag character. Big D bag, and uh, self preservation. Yeah, when in doubt, that's where he goes. I, I did like how they called back to season one, the finale, especially with his, in his Barry's performance here. It's a definitely a more slower paced episode, but it has a lot of parts to it. There's a lot of things, a lot of storylines going up. Because this is what episode was number is this again? Like six, six, yeah. Yes, we have two episodes left. So there's a lot of stuff that has to happen before the end of the season. So this is where we're kind of like now the boulder has kind of 
kind of up the hill. Now it's starting to, it's going going down. Now things are going to really start a momentum's going to start building. Mm-hmm. And there's definitely momentum building toward what's going to happen at final in whatever the ending may be. But yeah, there's a lot of parts. There's a lot of LVP candidates, I feel, in this uh, episode. And uh, yeah, there's some definitely some big turns on some of how I feel about certain characters. And yeah, really solid. So another solid episode from Barry. Yeah, it, it you mentioned uh, like loose ends from the last episode that they don't tie up. They just kind of move on, right? Because like that episode, there potentially were some huge ramifications from the the fight with the feral mongoose. Yeah, and uh, <clears throat> and the two time Olympic gold medal winning Taekwondo champion. Yeah, which we yeah. find out what all what some of those medals were. Uh, yeah, so um. They, they just kind of, in like 30 seconds at the beginning, do this presser, and they call it good. And they move yeah. on. But, at the same time, they've done this before, and they come back to it later. Like, with Moss. Like, they did that before. Yeah, it's like, point. we're moving on, and now it's coming back to haunt. So I don't think we're done with the little girl, girl yet. Yeah, you would have to bring that girl in. That's a pretty glaring red flag that, like, <laughs> she's still out there. <laughs> What's going to happen with her? Did they are they looking for her? What's going on? I I feel like she can survive on her own. Probably. I feel yeah, like <laughs> she has tiger blood. Probably. Caramel yeah. blood. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, but the fallout from that and just kind of getting back into the swing of everything else that's happening, I, it makes this feels like the rest of the season, and it really it feels like. The last episode was we're just going to do something really random for an episode that really has no ramifications on anything else that's happening other than the fact that now Loach is dead. Mm-hmm. Like that, that is all that episode accomplished. <clears throat> because coming into this one, it, it just falls right back into the rhythm of what we were doing before. Yeah. Uh, it, it was just like, let's let's do this one thing because it'll be a lot of fun and it gets rid of Loach. And now we can tell the story we want to tell. So it, I loved the last episode, but I'm looking back on it saying, why was it that necessary in the grand scheme of things when you only have eight half hours to tell the story of your season and you're going to take time to do this little side yeah. thing that has no bearing on anything else that's going on? I don't know. It's kind of interesting. That's a good point, though. Uh, that is very true because it's, it's a very self i think we may have mentioned it before self-isolated self-contained kind of episode it's in like its own little shoebox type of thing where it's over here well we'll sneak over here do this one little thing here but everything else is going to be like business as usual and and everything and everything in this episode outside of like the the like everything happens before the the opening credit rolls uh is is back is yeah is business as usual and back to normal and yeah it's weird it's weird how that how that worked out like that it was also weird that a press conference for the that police agency didn't like end with like some random like 1940s like yojimbo or some movie reference oh. or something. <laughs> <laughs> they needed to call back another movie reference i agree yeah, yeah. i did like the call back to the quinceanera shop yeah there can, yeah, the, that shop was cool. LVP candidate, his lotious partner. Like, you can't. 
Thanks for having giving us access. And he's sitting right <laughs> in behind some quinceanera dresses. Like, come on. Then they did not look very hard. Yeah. Asking few or asking uh, Loach's ex out for a drink. I mean, yeah, or going to see a uh, go to the softball practice or something like that. The softball like, practice. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. Uh, all right. Well, uh, what's uh, what's the best scene? I'm letting you go first because I, I have two written down, so you can't you can't take both of mine at the same time. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the the final scene of the film of the episode. Ooh, okay, it's it's subtle, it's maniacal, and it's the most intriguing shot of the entire scene because it could go several ways. I was expecting Fuchs to actually sit down, like when he said, "So you can pick up that wine." From, mm. from, like Jerry or whatever his name yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. And I was expecting, he's like, no, you can leave that. And kind of sit down. It's like, we need to talk. That's how I was expecting it to go down. When I saw that, it was, okay, we're ending. We're almost, like, time's ticking on the episode. Well, we're now, we have Gene again. What's going on? I thought that's how it was going to go. But it's kind of more left on more of a methodical ending than anything. I think that's just a really good set up and of course you have to go with the acting sequences in there that's another one we'll, we'll definitely mention later i didn't want to state the obvious but i think that the ending thing for me was i like the methodical nature of what fuchs was able to do regardless if i like the character or not in the episode well and and it also you have that touching moment of uh of gene you yeah. know remembering remembering uh moss at that yeah. moment of you know you can take the take the glass away now and you it's i feel like it, taking the glass away was kind of him maybe that's him like watching everyone else everyone in the class working through their grief and now he is able to move Let on from his it's like you can take that glass now yeah. i'm i'm good i'm good and the, the, that scene comes off the the heels of him giving Barry reassurance that he's actually a good actor now. Mm -hmm. So it's like kind of like the baton of father figures has finally been passed. And now the other, this, the, the, the original father doesn't like the new stepdad type of thing. That's kind of what it is. Yeah. <laughs> it just plays yeah. kind of perfectly too. That's true. It's true. Oh, I completely forgot in my, uh, in my, yeah, I totally missed it in my uh, summary. Hank, at oh. the end. Oh yeah. Like he goes to do the goes to do the hit, and he and there's Esther and Cristobal waiting for him. I completely forgot. That was huge too. There's a lot of stuff going on. So what's gonna happen with Hank? That's a whole other thing. We can talk more about that later when we get into what's uh, um, what we think's gonna happen next. Um. Yeah, my bet. I got two things written down for best scene. <clears throat> the first is the actual acting out of Sally's scene. Yeah. Uh, just, just first watching. I mean, the best Barry has done up to this point was him, you know, right after he killed his buddy and had to come in and be the messenger in Macbeth to say that the king, the king is dead. And now he's he's learning his craft. I mean, he's able to stand there put himself in those situations of trauma in his life and recreate it 
in a way where it's coming out, but it's very controlled too. Like oh, yeah. he was, he was in full control that whole time, which yeah. was the best part of it. And there were subtle little moments where you could tell, uh, but it shows that he actually has it in him. Like it's not just, it doesn't have to just be him reacting to other things that he's done in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, he could actually pull from it and be an actor. And the way Sally responds when he's on his game is great. Yeah. He always brings the best out of her. That is, that is very true. Yeah. The one thing I will touch on here. Okay. So they played this scene pretty back to back with the first audition of it or rendition of it. Like it's just them talking through the line. Yeah. So I kind of forgot there was a pause that after from Sam's last line to his next line where he asks, he says he's sorry. Oh yeah. yeah. So I thought he legit, very legit, like choked her. And so she was like still gasping for air. I was so into the scene. I was like, Holy cow. He went too far on it. Forgetting. No, that's how it was supposed to play out. And I was like, Oh crap. No, this they're they're pretending here. This is just a, an acting scene. This is they're really they got me. They it hooked me in and got me thinking it was actually real. And but I, I never thought I never went there. I was I thought it was gonna go there mm-hmm. until he crosses over to her and you can tell he puts his hand out and he waits for her to grab it because that's how they practice it. One, two, and then she grabs yeah. the hand and she puts it up to her neck. And I knew that's what they had practiced and so he comes walking over like here's my hand come grab it come grab it it, yeah and and there's no motion towards her neck until she grabs his hand it was deliberate too yeah it was very it was very deliberate and so it was like this is this is all the act and and it was it was like his way of telling her i'm still here but this i'm i'm going for it right now uh yeah, I, I yeah. thought that that was great too. And, and then that, you have the little the little bit with the with the agent then too of yeah. Oh, this is why I've been skipping out on auditions. Okay, this is something. Let's talk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it does make a good point that my thought was is like, oh, he hurt her, but no, it just proves that Barry does bring up the best in Sally. Like, go back to your point. You, yeah. You made me believe something that she was actually hurting when she actually wasn't. So, a good well, point. she didn't think she could go there. And so he knew he had to go there and for he her to be able it. to go there. Yeah. He actually had to give her what she needed so that she could react the way it was supposed to be. Good point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the other one I had written down was uh, Barry and Fuchs in the park where Barry tells Fuchs that he's done. <clears throat> I thought that was a great scene. And, and cause he's like, I I'm done. I, I'm, we're not working together anymore. It's like, you, you think you're going to get, uh, cut of of uh, Hank's heroin shipment without me. It's like, who cares about that? That's not what this is about. I'm not in it for that anymore. It's like, oh come on, you need. It's like, no, I don't need you. You need me. Your entire business is me. You're nothing without me. I, that just just the fact that Barry is fully aware of who he is now and how he's been manipulated by Fuchs this entire time. I thought that was a great scene that played all that out. Yeah, that's a good part. I, I thought from that Fuchs' next strategy was to go to Hank after that scene, but it went the other way. So it's mm-hmm. a good, good, uh, good point there. It's a good, it's a good, it's a good scene. It's not something that 
I we know you're mentioning we're talking about like, oh yeah, that was something that was kind of happened. He's like, yeah, 30 bucks. Can you believe it? <laughs> His bag of clothes. <laughs> but so, uh, yeah. It's a, yeah, it's good. I like how Fuchs could take a, like a serious moment or like a kind of a hectic moment and like throw a joke in there. And you mm-hmm. kind of like have some levity in it. This is kind of like the smart alecky nature of his character. But mm-hmm. then he turns on full D bag on it. <laughs> so let's get into it. I mean, yeah. he he fully earns the name the future. Yeah, he returns board. the form. <laughs> yeah, fully returns the form. Uh and, and I mean he has his moments where he goes back and forth and and but yeah, he, he earns it this time. And well and then the other line in that in that scene is what what have I ever done to you? You wore a wire. <laughs> yeah, you wore what? No, 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 no. I mean, it, <laughs> yeah. it's like it doesn't get much worse than that. Fuchs. Yeah, pretty much. He's but, like, it's yeah. like Fuchs is like a fine wine. He just gets better, uh, better with uh, with every episode. Yeah, and and his character just has so many layers because, I mean, before this, what he was trying to protect Barry, yeah. and now he's trying to take him down. Uh, yeah. At different times, he has different, different things he goes for. It's interesting, but yeah, he's definitely the Fuchs bag here. Just amazing um, how we can go from MVP to like back to his old form of being like, or you know, borderline one of the better characters, and just proves that now he's one of the worst characters again, and he can just turn on a turn on a dime. Well, last episode he was pretty douchey too. True. Um, yeah. It was. It was like, all right, we're back into it now. We're back doing our thing. I can go back to being a douche and uh, and yeah. And yeah, Barry he's, brings he's out the worst in him. Yeah, like unintentionally, unfortunately. Right. All right, stick man. Ronnie, is this is the last time you can see uh, Ronnie. That, I I said I had the same thing. Ronnie from the grave. I <laughs> yeah. mean, even even from even in the press conference when when they're like, here are the two men. And everyone in the press is like, okay, I, I, I get that. Yeah. <laughs> Ronnie, you, you left that for that? Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I don't blame you. Good yeah. for you. Good for, Good you. for you. One last phone <laughs> for Ronnie. <laughs> uh, all right. Hey, that's John Hamm. Best new face award. I'm going first on this one. So you can take mine because it is the accordion cousin. Um, He's really the only new face. Yeah, I mean, he. Kasim. You, you you ruined you ruined a very emotional moment there. What are you doing, accordion? Yeah. And then he's the one that turns him in. Yeah, should have saw it coming. But, mm-hmm. <laughs> that that's a kind of a d bag move too, because he ruined the moment, and then he didn't like the response he was given. So he's like, "Oh, screw it! I'm gonna go turn you guys in." What a that's a borderline D bag. If Fuchs wasn't as big a D bag, Seam could have been there too. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Did you have anybody for best new face? <laughs> it's the accordion guy. Yeah. The only other one I thought of is we finally actually see Loach's wife on camera. Yeah, that is true. Uh, she turned out he she turned down the advances. Maybe she's a stick man because she's getting a lot of people like asking her out, even <laughs> Loach's oh, partner. I, I loved her response too. It's like. I want to go to my softball practice or, or get a drink? And she's like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Why would I ever want to spend more time with you? No. Yeah. All right. Um, 
episode favorite minor character goes to? Well, I wrote down Lindsay um, Mandel. I think that's it's pretty uh, nice that she kind of agent, right? Yeah, the agent. Yeah, came in and uh, came in and said, "Oh, yeah, we need to have a, a talk because that was really good." Um, and yeah, so I think her, but I also like Jerome again. Oh, Jermaine. 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 Sorry, Jermaine. Because he plays the doctor that tells him, like, one of the twins has been gone. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, I don't know how it happened. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and what's also great about Jermaine, again, this is why we should rename this, this thing Jermaine's minor characters of the episode or whatever, is that even his little smaller roles where he's not even talking, it's just the sequence where, uh, I can't remember whose scene it was, I think... Okay, I'll, I'll pick it up because my favorite minor character is Sasha, and it's that okay. scene where okay. she her like the 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 moment that defined her life was when a horse walked by her, yeah, her flat window. It's like that's the story you're telling, and he's just sitting there, just like with this look on his face, <laughs> like looking at her papers. Like, am I missing something here? Like, it's such good. Like, that's what makes him such a great character. Is like his subtlety. It just his expressions makes him the most interesting guy in the show. Yeah. I want to know more. Yeah, I had written down Sasha and the Horse was my favorite minor character. Yeah, that's played by Eric or whoever. (laughs) Should should be played by Eric. (laughs) Well, he is a serial killer, so. Yeah, yeah. And a donkey. And a donkey. Yeah. (laughs) That's great. Uh yeah. Yeah, that that's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, all right. Uh, the very relatable moment. I don't know. I kind of like the guy who just randomly gives out like, "Hey, take don't take the four hundred five, Barry." Like in the Chechens. <laughs> I think just like the guy randomly giving out advice, and sometimes you're just like, "Yeah, I, I can relate to that." Just you know, hey, oh, you're gonna go that way. Don't make sure you don't take you know I five from over here. You know, don't take the freeway. Just giving out like random directions. I think that's a. Uh, so I think we can all relate to that. About mm-hmm. we always appreciate the person who gives us the the good advice on the directions. So don't take the four hundred five. That's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, the one I had written down was actually right in that same scene, oh, just before it, don't and it's when um, not the accordion, but it's it's when you know Barry's walking away and Meyerbeck comes up and talks to him, wow. and call. and it's like it's like you you've given me purpose, and it's that it's that idea that. And I, being a teacher, I yeah. this can happen where you're making an impact without even realizing it. And you hear someone say, oh, you meant so much to me. I'm like, what? really? <laughs> you? <laughs> <laughs> you? You you never talked in my class. How? how have, really? <laughs> and, right. and for Barry, this was this was just kind of a side thing. And it's it's just trying to trying to just get this over with. And yeah, he was like, mind. "Whoa! I just, I, I made an impact on somebody." So, uh, that that I thought was a pretty a pretty relatable moment for me. Yeah, that's a good one, especially when, uh, you know, he's like, oh, yeah, I look. Everybody thought like I was nothing before this. Now I, they, they can look at me with like, I'm like pride. I like, you know, he's feels pride now. In yeah, too. yeah. All right, LVP. You said you had a bunch of candidates. I think Kasim was kind of the a big one. 
could be an LVP because he plays the accordion and also just he ruins tender loving moments. I wrote that down before I realized what he was going about to do because <laughs> I try to take notes after watching <laughs> the episode. Uh, Fuchs tracking skills. I've also wrote this down before I realized what the big reveal was because he just walked around in a circle. Uh, the four yeah. five yeah. was another one that I wrote down. But I think in the hindsight, what I will say is the police department and the people looking for Loesch. Because if Fuchs found that car relatively easy, like oh, you mean looking for Moss? Looking for Moss, yeah. So if they um, if they couldn't find that car, that vehicle, or anything like that, first of all, I don't think those those tire tracks would have still been there and bear and having Barry not cover those up. That that's a pretty big, like what you're telling me Barry didn't think about covering up the tracks of the car. Well, but I mean, he followed the tracks and didn't find anything. So that that, that obviously was not him. It could be. It wasn't until he fell down a hill and just happened to come across it. I'm surprised he found his way back. Like, he had no idea where he was. I, I thought he was going to, yeah, he, yeah, he was going to end point. up dying in the wilderness. Kind of hopeful, wishful thinking. But, yeah, so I would probably say them not finding that vehicle. If and Fuchs can find it, I think that's a pretty big LVP. So I'm going to go with the, the police for not finding the car. If Fuchs can find it, the only thing Fuchs had over uh, over Barry or over, over the police is he knows Barry. And so yeah. he would. He was like, "If I were Barry, what would I do?" Uh, my LVP is Hanks Beret. I, I'm pretty sure that's why he was uh, he was uh, betrayed and uh, and got in trouble with. Uh, and I don't think there's any chance for fifty fifty Crystal now. And I believe it's because of the beret. Like, who goes into a fight worrying about making sure I have my beret on and that everyone double ties their shoes? I mean, it LVP LVP moment. However, you could kind of say he's an MVP too, because like the little moment where he gives him the pin and says your debt has been paid, that's kind of cool too. Pretty so. cute, yeah. Could be an MVP moment now because I was kind of off the Todd dressing up as Noel Hank, but now I'm back on board because I would love to see Todd in that outfit. I think he could pull off a beret and that all the black, but he couldn't pull off the sun hat. I, 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 a couple episodes ago, he would not look good in it, but I True. think Todd could pull off the, the Noel Hank going into battle sequence. Yep, I agree. I agree. All right, so my MVP, I've written down Barry. I, I, we don't say it much, but he's the MVP in this. And I don't know if you're aware, but he did just tell Gene that he killed a guy and got away with it. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of times Gene reminds him of that yeah, is hysterical. Love it. And it's, a, I don't know if you remember, but you killed, you a, guy, killed a guy and got away with it. That's good. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, he's awesome in this episode, and he does he does great things, but also just that whole... It gave me an excuse to bring up that line. It's <laughs> a good point. I kind of forgot that he killed the guy and got away with it, so I was glad to be reminded a couple times by it today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> killed a guy got away nice. with it. It's in the fog of war, Barry! <laughs> um... I went with MVP. I went. I think this is my second time doing this this season. I'm put, going Sally uh, yeah. this episode because she made a, a choice to not play Benicio del Toro's wife in a sh- uh, pilot or whatever show they were Lindsay was mentioning, but she decided to focus on her her play 
and that worked out brilliantly for her. So could have some pros- uh, prosperity later on because of what her choice today. I thought that was going to go a completely different direction. When, when the agent calls and says, are you on your way to the audition? And she says, no, I'm not going. I really can't do it today. I'm working on this theater thing. And her agent goes, a theater thing? You're giving up being Benicio Del Toro's wife for a theater thing? And then she just hangs up on her. It's mm-hmm. like, that is going to end up, she's going to lose her agent. That, yeah. that, that's what I, that's where I thought it was going, but it went the other way. So kind of glad. Yeah. I didn't really like Sally. Like I, that's kind of known for the first season. Not a, I get Sally, but this season, man, she's, she's doing, she's a good, good character. So mm-hmm. definitely turn the page on her. Thank goodness. Oh, just going back through my, uh, my notes here. Another great thing with Barry that Gene pulls out in him is remind is helping him realize that Sam's story is Barry's story. Well, that's a good point, man. And, and just that he's this, uh, he's this, he has had this emotional moment and has these emotional moments, and that that shouldn't define him. And he feels horrible about it afterwards. Um, and yeah, use the worst thing you've ever done in your life because I don't know if you remember. Like you, you killed a guy. Oh, you got away with it. And that is um, the worst thing I've done. Oh, thank God. <laughs> oh, thank God. And now I'm late for my escape room. Oh, well, there goes that ending joke I was going to say. Oh! <laughs> I had it wrote down, Terry. I guess I do that a lot to you, though. So it's okay. <laughs> All right. Well, we've got two episodes left in this season. What's going to happen? Um,. Ah man, this is a tough one because there's a lot. That's going to be like a. You got to uh, think what's going to happen with Fuchs and Fuchs and Gene. What's going to happen to Noah yeah. Hank? What's going to happen with Barry and Sam? Is Sam coming back? Is Sam coming back? There's going to be a scene from Heat where uh, Fuchs and uh, and Gene sit down, have a very you know, fun point conversation. Not maybe not fun point's the wrong word, but very enthusiastic conversation um, about Barry. Uh, that's going to be crazy. Um, I don't think I don't think Gene will ever, at least not this season, will know that Barry killed Moss. I hope not. I don't want to see that relationship end. I think um, it, I think it's got to happen. It's got to happen at some point this season. Barry, oh, this, uh, okay. Gene's gonna find out. Gene's gonna find out. Well, the last episode, like the last, the last closing. Maybe it's gonna happen. Hmm. Darn. That's <laughs> what yeah, I think. That's what I think. I think it needs to. It needs to happen. It has, too. It has to happen. Away. Yeah, it has to happen. Because okay, that has a big. That's a big one. Um, for Noho Hank, I think he is actually the one that pulls the trigger on Esther, and possibly Crystal actually appreciates that or he kills both of them could be one of those yeah it's interesting that they just didn't kill him right there they knocked him out yeah so obviously that yeah they there's a plan for him somewhere yeah where's Meyerbeck gonna come into this because he's like the guy now how how he's gonna save hank in some way <gasps> no i thought about it the uh, the interpreter is going to come back and kill the Kasim, the accordion guy, 
And the, the interpreter is like, see, you guys, this way you never uh, get rid of me. <laughs> exactly. He was just, still just hanging around somewhere. Yeah, exactly. He's like, know your role and shut your mouth, Kazim. Just do your job. Just be there when they need you. <laughs> oh, man. It's a good one. Yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of good parts where this can go. I'm kind of excited for the next two episodes because it's, it's, it's going to, a lot of stuff's going to happen. And it, this is one of those shows that has kind of proven so far that they'll do anything. Like, especially after the last episode where they, you know, Loach got taken out with a roundhouse kick. They'll they'll do anything if they think that's well, the, that's the right kick. story to tell. It's got to be an LVP of the season moment, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we're excited to see what's going to happen. Hopefully, if you're watching along with us for the first time, hopefully you're excited to see what's going to happen as well. Uh, if you have seen it before and you're listening along, then you're laughing at how wrong we are of everything that's going to happen because you already know what's going to happen. But catch us next time, and we'll be talking about what happens next on Barry when we talk about Season 2, Episode 7. Any last words, Adam? I'm so late for my escape room. Let's wrap it up. Come on. There we go. There we go. See, it still works. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll catch you next time. Until then, high five. (laughs) High five. Never gets old. Yeah.